You're listening to a DM podcast. We would like to acknowledge that this podcast is recorded on the traditional lands of the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation. We pay our respects to elders both past and present. is the Dude Cinema Podcast. But I was just like scrolling through it like nerds, 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 like I don't care. <laughs> Movie shaming needs to stop. Obviously a dude wrote this script. These teeth aren't friends and I'm like, I'm about it. I honestly think that this movie should just be called Red Flags. <laughs> Let me miles tell you. Fuck you, Stanley Kubrick. This is the Dude Cinema Podcast. My name is Beth Chowan and with me is the gorgeous, talented, hilarious, charming, charismatic co-host, Barbie girl in a Barbie world, Alex J. This is the podcast where we watch all the movies that dudes have told us we have to see, but except this week, we're watching a movie that dudes are telling people, don't see that no, movie. stay away, they say. Get out of there. Feminist propaganda. Delete it. And as you know, viewers of cinema that is thought-provoking and, mm. you know, controversial, mm. we thought, well, like, we have to surely, you know, t- for a balanced view. For a balanced view. Will we be doing Oppenheimer going along with that balance? We don't know. We don't know. We don't know. Well, there's only so much balance you can, you know, well, do when, at once. Once you balance too much, then you're unbalanced. Yes. That's the laws of physics. Exactly. So we're filling in this one side yep. for now, yep. for balance, and yep. leaving the other side completely blank. Sure. For balance. Physics 101. <laughs> How are you, my love? I am good. I'm good. I have been just vibrating since seeing this movie. Mm. I did want to see it again before we recorded this. Uh, ideally, I would have liked to do that as well. Yeah, well, we had a few wants. And it was a bit of a fever dream of just pink and happiness and squealing and wine. <laughs> yeah, this was our uh, Olympics, really. <laughs> It really is. This is our The Ashes. Yes. <laughs> Whatever is, that is. Which is something I know that is happening right now because I work oh in an office God. of boys. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, okay, so that's how I am. How are you? I am well. Yeah, I am vibrating still as well. Uh, I just got back from Splendor. I went up to oh, Splendor in the Grass for work, which was really fun. It's funny that you said this is our Olympics. So the way my weekend worked for Splendor is I went in for like a 14-hour day on the Friday. Mm. A bunch of my pods did live shows mm. and did some interviews with artists and stuff. And then on the Saturday, I stayed back at the Airbnb in Byram and did all my editing and all my work and stuff while the others went in. And I was messaging you from the Airbnb. It was like 4 o'clock in the afternoon, had the house to myself, just ordered some Uber Eats. And I was like, this is my splendor. Yes. <laughs> just staying in an Airbnb adjacent to the festival. <laughs> Knowing that the vibe is there. Knowing it's there. But also knowing that the vibe is not your vibe and you don't need to partake in that vibe. It was so exhausting, dude. I don't know how people do festivals. I I have a few clues. (laughs) I have a few inklings that it's something to do with substances. Hydrolyte. They're just really hydrated. Yeah. Electrolytes. Espresso martini in a can. Baraka. (laughs) (laughs) It's that BB bounce. That's how they do it. Yes. BB bounce. (laughs) 
Yeah, I don't fucking know. But even like, – I'm sure not everyone was like on illegal substances, but just people just have energy for three – like I could do that one day. One mm. day it was more than enough for me. I fucking got to see Lizzo at night. Like it was great. Oh, I'm so jealous. But the idea of going back the next day and then going back again. The oh. third day, yeah. Oh, it's it's too much. Like, because I was meant to go, but mm. I had to pull out the last minute mm. for a multitude of reasons. Mm. Nothing bad. Don't worry. Yeah. But I remember, like, I've done it two times before, and three days is just too long. So I only planned to go for the two days. And even Smart. then. Smart. Yeah. It's so, just so much being around people, like, so much. Yeah. Yeah. That's That was the biggest thing. And not being able to like relax anywhere really because like when when you go as media you get a little like this little like media area and you get everyone gets their own tents you can set up workstations and stuff and so we had a little tent and then at at about 7 p.m on the Friday night uh, Effie Bateman and I both decided that we needed some what we called introvert recharge time (gasps) and we just both went back to the little tent no one was in there just turned the lights off and just scrolled our phones for about an hour oh my god didn't talk to each other didn't engage it was bliss and then after that we're like all right Let's go back out and socialize. That's perfection. That's my dream festival. (laughs) Going from like, oh my God, I love this. Riding on people's shoulders, Mm. drinking to just be like, and I just... Just need some quiet. Just need some peace and cue. I'm just going to read some articles I don't need to for a while. Play some Candy Crush. So that's that's the way to do it. Any fellow introverts who want to try... Festival, just find a nice quiet place that you can just duck off to. When you're there for like 14 hours, what's an hour? Yeah. You know, you're not going to miss out on anything. So that's the way I say to do it. I'm so proud of you, And then get a nice Airbnb and just hang out by the pool. (laughs) Yes, out of this. There's a pool? There was a pool. There's no pool at Splendor. Or there's no pool at Splendor. Oh, my gosh. Have you ever stayed in like tents on site? Oh, yeah. Oh, what was that like? Not good. Look, hey, I love comedians mm. and the comedians that were on that year at Splendor. Mm. I don't need to know when you're taking a shit. <laughs> I don't need to <laughs> hear you getting changed, coughing in the night, snoring, farting. Oh. Like I don't want you to hear me do those things. Of course. Cause there is literally zero soundproofing on a tent. Yeah. <gasps> on also like on the come down and the sun's up at 4am. Absolutely <sighs> not. Oh, absolutely not. I need to be able to draw a shade. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. So the second time I went, I'd stayed in a calm and I was like, oh, this is so much better. This is nice. I have a hot shower for more than one minute. And that's the thing. Like if you, then you get to choose when you go into the festival. Whereas if you're staying there, you are just already there. Yeah. You have no choice but to just start festivaling. Yeah. Until you bump into someone you know and they're like, you want to go get, and you're like, no, but I can't. There's nowhere else for me to hide. I have no other things I'm meant to be doing than having a good time. (laughs) What if I want to have a mid-time? Is that a crime? (laughs) That sounded very um, old school Hollywood. (laughs) What if I want to have a mid-time? Is that a crime? (laughs) That's and I want that poster. Yeah, me, Rita Hayworth style with a big robe. Is that a crime, darling? To have a mid-time? <laughs> what if life is just a bunch of mid-times and some good times in the middle? Is that too much to ask of a dame in this time? Time? <laughs> I lost it there. I lost it, it at the end. It was very good, though. Thank I like you. that a lot. <laughs> Old Hollywood accents up there with British in oh, levels of fun. Gorgeous. It's, it's transatlantic. That's what it's called, technically. Oh. That old that old Hollywood, like, kind of a little bit 
a little bit British, but not quite American, but that's transatlantic. <gasps> oh, there it's we go. so fun. There More was fact. a filter of it on TikTok for a while. That's the only way I know that's what it's called. Hey, sometimes you learn something from the TikToks yeah. and that's okay. I learn lots from the TikToks, mm. actually. But that's not what we're here to talk about. No, no, no. We could forever, but no. <laughs> we we're going to have to get into this because we have so much to say. Okay. About the Barbie movie. So this week we watched the Barbie movie. <sighs> and what a film it was. What? We went hard for this. We did. And it was so fun. I haven't got hard for something in a while. <laughs> You haven't got hard for something. Gone while. hard. Oh, you sorry. said got hard. No, I thought you said got hard, and I was like, hee a tee, like a boner. I've been fucking boned up in ages. This is a bonerless movie as well. Is, yeah, very much so. This is a lump movie. Yes, I'm a mound. up, <laughs> mounded up for this movie. I haven't been excited for a movie or gone hard like dressed up or I can't even remember the last time I did something like that it was so fun I don't think I ever have in my entire life this is like a first retraction actually first of me too (gasps) Mm. oh my god Mm. yeah so for anyone that unfortunately hasn't seen the photos on Instagram which I implore you to go look at our outfits you know what I realized though we've only put it on our own socials we haven't put it on dude cinema socials so we'll do that this week when this episode comes out oh my god put some snaps up there yes 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 Mm. oh no we get even more likes from it hate that hate that even more fire emoji reacts oh my god I won't be able to handle it (laughs) too hot too hot (laughs) yes we got dressed up Full pink outfit. Full pink. We looked gorge. We looked so hot. We got a ring light out. Oh, yeah. We we fully photoshot this thing. We realized that people that take beautiful photos on Instagram, it's not an accident. They put in a lot of effort. Yeah. It's not it's not by accident. No. Good photos happen on purpose. Yes. We've learned. As so we thought if we're buying a whole outfit mm-hmm. for this whole ass movie, yeah. we're going to get some good pics. Yeah. So set up a ring light and... Just had so much fun. So much we had fun. A cheese board. We had some rosé wine, which is our brand. At our brand, and also it's pink. Yes. And then we just had like such a great time. And you wore a beautiful wig, which <gasps> I keep getting compliments on for you via me. I, I'm getting so many compliments on the wig. <laughs> I nearly wore it today, and then I was like, we need to set boundaries. <laughs> We need to, we can't we have to be as someone outside of the wig. We can't become the wig twenty four seven. Yeah. Do I miss the wig? Do I regret not wearing the wig? Yes. Do I miss the wig? She's my new friend. Like we okay. bonded. We bonded a lot on Wednesday night, man. You know what? Pause this. I'll do a quick thirty minute round trip. I'll go pick her up. She's lonely. She's only. Oh, but yeah, you rocked the wig. I also Thank bought you. some wigs, but I didn't buy the proper ones. And I don't, there's a lot, it turns out there's a lot of prep to go into making a wig look good before you put it on your head. Yes, similar to pictures. Good wigs don't <laughs> just happen. You got you to gotta thin the wig. You got to wash the wig. You got to restyle the wig. You got to flatten the wig. You got to pluck the hairline of the wig. It's the whole thing. I didn't know all that. So yes. I put my wig on. I'm like, why am I wearing a helmet to Barbie? Yeah, Is they going to be like blood force trauma to my head happening at this show? And I said, stop. <laughs> you need to understand my wig has 
been in prep. He's been in the salon for three hours, okay? She's been in pre-production for quite some time. Yeah, she didn't come out of the bag like this. <laughs> oh, so it looked beautiful. You rock it as a blonde. Thank you. I will be wearing, taking any other opportunity I can to wear the wig. Absolutely. Could you, put it, like, could you start like put it up in a like pony and stuff? I think so. I could Do start a little, little like it. half up. Half dead because mm. when you pick it up, all of a sudden you see all of the shit of underneath. Course. Yeah, of course. <laughs> like, <ugh. laughs> and yeah, and then we just got an Uber into the dandy at Newtown, mm-hmm. and gosh, it was so cute the way they put it on. There was like, oh, of course, like sea of people dressed in pink. Yes, I was so stoked for how many people dressed mm. up. Because we were walking up to the cinema and we couldn't see any pink on the street and we were a bit nervous. You have that like anxiety pang of like when you went to school and it was like. Mufti Day. Yes. Maybe it's not Mufti Day. Maybe it's not Mufti Day. We were like, maybe it's not Barbie Day. Maybe we're the only people that care about the Barbie movie. And then you turn the corner into the cinema and like, oh, just. Pink. of pink and they gave out free mm. drinks they gave out free canned mimosas that was my downfall because <laughs> we'd already bought a big wine a big wine they a big have cinema a big, wine. big wine or a small wine we'd already both said can we have a big pinot grigio please yes and we'd also already had several glasses of wine <laughs> before we got there we're filling ourselves and then yeah then they gave us you could either choose from a pink non-alcoholic drink or a mm. pink what was it what was it again a, m- a pink mimosa mimosa yeah and we cho- chose the pink mimosas it was fucking delicious yes and in line for the pink mimosas <gasps> the best part of the night apart from the movie itself we met a cinema irl <laughs> it was Awesome. <laughs> so shout out to Chris. Chris. Who we stepped out of the mimosa line for a second. Mm. And then we realized that they were free. And we went to circle to the back of the line. And he said, no, no, no. You were here. And we were like, thank you so, thank much, you so much, kind stranger, sir. And then we were staying there for a bit longer. And then he just goes, I love your podcast, by the way. <laughs> and we wanted to pass away. Yes. We, we wanted you- to die. Probably couldn't tell because we were already so much blush. We <laughs> blushing our goddamn cheeks up. We met also his lovely partner, Jill, as oh, well. She's great. She's not a listener, but she says she does hear him listening and enjoys the secondhand listening. Yes. Yes. So thank you. Thank you. Oh, you guys were the best. Thank you. And thank you so much for saying something because, like, it doesn't happen that often. And yes. someone just does. Like, we, we've been talking about it. It blows <laughs> our mind that we're like, people listen. Yeah. What the heck? You guys are real. And honestly, it made me feel a little famous. So when we walked into the center, I was like, yeah, it's us. <laughs> Everyone. <laughs> I hope you're ready. I hear all these whispers. Yes, it's us. It's Alex and Beck <laughs> from the Dude Cinema podcast. I'm sure this is definitely the demographic for it. <laughs> Mostly queer people of yeah. Newtown. He was great. So, um, yeah, and then we just had our worlds rocked for two hours and four minutes. Yeah. Okay. Do we – Shall we jump in and we'll just go – we'll just go for it. We'll just go for it. All right. All right. Hey, Barbie. Can I come to your house tonight? Sure. I don't have anything big planned, just a giant blowout party with all the Barbies and plant choreography and a bespoke song. You should stop. So cool. You can find me under the lights, diamonds under my eyes. This is the best day ever. It is the best day ever. So is yesterday, and so is tomorrow, and every day from now until forever. You guys ever think about dying? When my heart 
Some things have been happening that might be related. When my world Cold shower. Ooh. Falling off my roof. Ah! And my heels are on the ground. <gasps> Barbie and Ken are having the time of their lives in the colourful and seemingly perfect world of Barbie land. However, when they get a chance to go to the real world, they soon discover the joys and perils of living among humans. Hmm. Okay. That leaves so much. Mm. Which is good. Like for a movie that's just come out. That's true. Yes. I don't I do take umbrage with the Barbie and Ken are having the time of their lives. I feel mm. like it should be where Barbie is having the time of her life yes. and Ken is also there as well. Yes. That is far more accurate. Send that into Letterboxd. Yeah. Let them know. (laughs) Sent. Because I really, okay. To some. Yes. How would you describe this movie? To someone who hasn't seen it. Yes. Yes. Okay. There's going to be some mild spoilers in this. Not too much. No. But just to to explain the narrative storylines. But look. To be honest, and I, I've read a few things about this, like, I, and I have to agree, I don't know if you can spoil this movie because it's less about the actual plot points and more just about the, the dialogue and the vibe and the messaging. Yes. That's what I really took away from it. So even mm. if there were plot points that you like, that nothing comes as a surprise. There's never any, like, there's no M. Night Shyamalan twist or anything. So you can't, I don't know if there's a lot just to spoil, except that it's fucking great. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, so the main plot, Barbie is in Barbie land mm. and everything in Barbie land is perfect and wonderful. Every day is the best day. Um, and why is that? Because it's a matriarchy. Because it's all the girlies hanging out. And yeah. it's how you would imagine playing with your dolls. It's like Barbie doesn't have like a bad day. Yes. You don't go into your dollhouse and be like, today is just <laughs> A to B. She had to send some emails. Someone was rude to her. Her coffee bar- was burnt. <laughs> Today's Barbie's day off, so she's just going to watch Succession and sleep. She wrote a few draft emails, deleted them all, got too nervous. Like that's she, Now she's crying for a bit, but just it's fine. Just leave her alone. She yeah. needs to. She never has a bad day. Yeah. And all of the Barbies also are like, they know their worth. Mm. They're all confident, independent individuals. Mm-hmm. They keep it all on lock. No one's bad at their job. No one's mean to each other. It's... Heaven. And no one's competitive either because yeah. that's always the kind of the way femininity, I guess, is portrayed when women are successful and stuff. It's always but they're in competition with other women. Yeah. There was no sense of that whatsoever. They were just completely 100% supportive. There's room for everyone. Oh, ideal. Yeah. There's no passive aggression in Barbie land. Oh, not at all. I don't think I understand mm. the concept of it. Everything they say is what they mean and it's all lovely and genuine and supportive. So anyway, they believe that that's what the uh, real – they know about the real world. Mm, They don't go there, but all the girls that are playing with them live there. And the Barbies assume that that world is the same as theirs. Mm. Barbie, however, starts to notice some things going wrong. She's thinking about death and that's like not a Barbie thing. 
and like I'm just remembering it all because it has been a week ago and it was in a bit of a wine fervor but yeah oh, I remember this yeah yeah I, I've not stopped thinking about it and also try to remember because I was like I was very drunk towards the end of that movie uh, so we will be Is misquoting it, okay it several times later on you guys cool if we just talk about the vibes yeah <laughs> premium vibe cinema <laughs> So anyway, Barbie starts to like, you know, something's wrong. She's like feeling sad. She's feeling empty. And she's like, oh, my God. She goes to see Weird Barbie, played by Kate McKinnon. We all had a Weird Barbie. Yes. She's got her hair cut off. She's got texture all over her face. She's always in the splits. Do you know what I would have extra loved? Just one extra element, but I understand that this would have been so hard to do, is if her like hands and feet were chewed. Like just chewed to a pulp. (laughs) She's like missing a leg. Oh, my God. That probably would have been a bit too graphic. She has yeah. mangled feet. <laughs> but we used to chew Barbies. I we love chewing chew- on those oh things. Oh my god, the shoes! And Yum. The shoes and, and the legs, like. But when you get lower enough so that there's no um, the the stick that's inside her or whatever, and it's just the rubber. Oh, that's it's a oh. real good texture to chew on. Yeah, it's chewy but soft. I particularly like the boots mm. when you chew on a boot and it made like a little pop, pop sound yes. between your teeth. I, that was really fun. <laughs> but she goes to see Weird Barbie. She's like, what's up? Weird Barbie's like, the little girl who's playing with you is, is sad in the real world. You have to go see what's wrong with her. So Barbie has to be brave. Go to the real world. Mm. By the way, Ken's there this whole time. Exactly. And that's kind of the vibe, which is so cool. And I, like, obviously, we're coming at this chat and this experience after almost five years of watching all of Dude's favourite movies, right? And so it was so nice to see basically just the female, the, the standard female-male dynamics flipped where the woman, the female characters are the main characters and the boys are just there to look pretty and add extra flair to some jokes here and there. Yeah, they don't have any depth. They don't really have any professions. No. Or motivations or backstory. The exact way the women have historically been portrayed in male-led movies. We're just the wife. We're just the girlfriend. We're just the secretary. And that's – it was flipped and it's – this is why people are getting so exciting, excited by this movie because that plus a million other exa- other examples is the first time we've seen this shit in film or at least mm. a big film. Like, sure, I'm sure there's de- a million yes. indie films and all these like smaller films that t- tackle this stuff, but this is the first big film any of us have ever seen where the gender roles are flipped. It's so so simple. That's yes. why we love it. And is so unapologetic about it. Yes. And also aware yes. of it as well. And they later on break the fall, like yes. the mold and be like, hey, this is also, we've created this dynamic, but also this isn't the dream dynamic because Ken yeah. is also, hey, Ken's also a person. Like we get, we give it that. We, yeah. I didn't write this movie, but um, I agree with everything it did. And yeah, that, that's given at the end too. That, we don't get that in dude movies. No. It was just, this is normal. Yeah. And they get married or yeah. she does whatever he wanted. Once. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. So anyway, Ken goes with Barbie to Barbie land to find this girl. And she doesn't really want him to go. She's not into it. Yeah. She's she, not into him. She's not fawning over him. She's kind of like, this is like an errand. Like, this isn't like an activity. This yeah. isn't like a, a fun thing. Like, this is something that's really important to me. If you're going to come, like, you have to, like, be. And he's like, of course I will. And then obviously he's not. It's like a trip to Kmart. It's like, <laughs> you need to understand what this is before you come with me. Sometimes I have it's a an, mission. Yeah. This is not a browsing situation, Ken. Yeah. You're not browsing the real world. Yes. yes. You have to know about this. Mm. 
Because if you're not on the vibe when we get there, that's going to cause issues. It's going to cause tension. You wait in the car. (laughs) (laughs) We go to EB Games or whatever. JB Hi-Fi. JB Hi-Fi. Oh, I could spend hours in there, Ken. Yes. (laughs) Buy an HDMI cord or something. Whatever you do there. You need some new headphones. Yes. Again, how do you go through them so quickly? What are you doing to them? These ones are noise cancelling. You love that. <laughs> I just recently bought some noise cancelling headphones and they have changed my life. <laughs> no to no shade. Yeah. But um, yeah, so you're right. He Ken goes along. He's just there. Yeah. And she's in charge. Yes. And she's she's there for and he, anyway, he's trying his best. Don't get he's not a bad guy. He's trying his best. But so Barbie finds her little girl. Mm. There's a whole journey there. Ken discovers the patriarchy. <laughs> Drama ensues. Like, I just did not expect this from this movie. Like, such meta fucking commentary on the patriarchy. Yes. Like, you just said Ken discovers the patriarchy. And it's true. That is what happens. That was, it's such a funny concept to even say that it's yeah. like. He figured he found out about it and was like, You guys heard about this? This is sick. Boys, do we know about this? So funny. That's literally what it was. It's so good. And I like that it's the comedy like narrative of this. Yes. It's the like Barbie is going through this whole emotional journey of discovering about what it's like to be a woman in the real world Mm -hmm. and how different it is from Barbie land and all of the struggles and tribulations. And what does that mean for her now that she's discovered this whole new world and who is she and how does she fit into it? And then Ken's like, but like, what if I like rode a horse? Like, (laughs) like, (laughs) but I'm a dude and I fit really well in this world. And they're all, they're all riding horses. We'll just ride a horse. Like that's as deep as it goes for him. Yes. It's the comedy that interrupts the important storyline. So perfectly done. Anyway, so that's what I will say on the narrative. I won't say any further. Sure. For anyone that is still waiting for it, but we'll probably chat about a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. There'll be a little bit of spoilies, but you're right. That's the main. So interesting. Speaking of spoilers, um, Mm. Apparently in the original, when they came out, when Margot Robbie and that came out for the press junket, the press tour a few weeks ago before the premiere, I think it was like the week before the premiere, all of the media were only given the first, usually you watch the whole movie so then you can interview the people about the movie, but they were only given the first 22 minutes of the film. They weren't, it's the first time like this has ever really like happened and they were only allowed to watch the first 22 minutes. So no media saw anything past Barbie Land because that's when 22 minutes is when they go into the real world. Oh my god. So complete God-y. secrecy about what the actual vibe is. I do like that as well because it also would have helped like pick off a lot of mm. questions that yeah. I don't think particularly would be interesting or would be injecting a lot of opinions yes. to the film. They were, yeah, I think it was so smart because obviously there has been a lot of backlash for this movie because it is just so overtly feminist. Mm. Uh, Mr. Ben Shapiro is one, of course. He's very, what does he have to say about he's this? He's very mad. I did not watch. He's done a 45-minute YouTube video <laughs> taking down Barbie. <laughs> take it down, dude. Hey, take it down, but then also make your wife calm. He's like, <laughs> he's like openly admitted to being like, I've never made my wife calm once. Right, guys? Women don't calm, right? Yeah. Even when, if they say that they do, they're lying. 
that's Ben Shapiro. That's that, that guy. It was so, to me, I was like, I was like, obviously he said a bunch of awful things. And I'm like, do you do understand now that like, now that you've put that out in the open, now that you've said something so stupid, that is every time I will never get angry or like swept up. Yeah, exactly. It's completely disarmed him yeah. in the public eye. <laughs> I'll never take anything you say seriously. Yeah, I'm like, some of the dumbest men I know have made me come. <laughs> You can't even do that, Ben Shapiro. That's so embarrassing. <laughs> Some of the gronkiest boys in this world can do it. What's it wrong with you? Completely invalidates anything he says ever again, especially to do with women. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, he's done a 45-minute video. So people are angry, but like it's just so I find it so interesting the the anger that's coming out because in no like you in no way in the movie is it said men suck and they yeah. fucked everything. It's not men, it's the patriarchy. And what people find so hard to do is separate those two. But men and patriarchy are two completely separate things. Yes. The patriarchy affects men too negatively, yeah. like yes. for all the reasons that have already been discussed over the years. Also to me, look, I think the reason also we got behind this movie so hard is because – we have been made to watch so many movies mm. that are not for us, yeah. aren't written for us. We aren't considered as an entire gender. 51% of the population. Yeah. When it comes to these movies, the people that watch these movies don't consider us when they make us watch them. Yep. And so to me, when one movie comes out that is just like, you know what I'm not going to think about, not once in this entire movie did I think that – anyone any dude was fully considered like their mm. experience of the movie was not considered yeah yeah and a little part of me is like suck it up fucking finally yeah like i shared a tweet the other day that was like for anyone who's angry at how feminist the barbie movie is may i introduce you to every other movie that's ever been made yes you have those yes <laughs> you have all of the quentin tarantino movies all of the christopher nolan movies we're oh like my God. 300 movies in now you have all of those the godfathers yeah. we let you do three of them and one of them was really bad and we still let that happen really bad and we still when you say hey we should watch all three a lot of the time we say yes but we don't mean it of course we don't fucking mean it can't wait to girl cinema luke with the barbie movie <laughs> That's why I've called it girl cinema. I'm not going to dude cinema into this. I'm co-opting the phrase back. Girl cinema. Girl cinema. Finally. I mean, it's going to be very – if we did a podcast series on it, it'd be done in three months. Yes, true. <laughs> it's a Barbie movie and it's – Charlie's Angels. Yes. Um, Twilight. And then Lady Bird. <laughs> Lady Bird. That's it. <laughs> and all of Greta Gerwig's other movies. Sure, you should, yeah. Um, speaking of, you know, I came home f- fiery from this film, I will say. Oh, yeah. A, a lot of ro- rosés and a mimosa deep. No dinner. <laughs> oh, we did. Popcorn. Pop- girl dinner. Girl <laughs> dinner. Girl dinner. Oh, I, have, I watched a great thread on TikTok about the concept of girl dinner and how it is actually just a patriarchal. Anyway. <laughs> I'm so oh, – my algorithm is feeding me exactly what I want lately. <laughs> Because of this movie. Sorry, so um, we had a girl dinner. We had a girl dinner and lots of wine. Came home in my like giant butterfly shoes. They were 
huge. They're the biggest shoes yeah. you've ever worn, hey? Yes. The and highest shoes. Alex was very worried when I left. He's like, you were, sorry, Skip was very worried. <laughs> <laughs> when I left, he's like, please don't fall over because you will break an ankle. I am so, actually, can we just do a little round of applause that you did not sprain not one ankle Mm-mm. that night. Not a well single done. one well out done. of the two. <laughs> Just like I came home with big shoes, blonde wig, which I had taken off in the Uber, sure. embarrassingly. <laughs> I was carrying it with me. My little pink dress, fake lashes falling off. Mm. And I come in, he's like, how was it? And I, my first words were, you probably wouldn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I was being polite. And I was like, I'm just saying, like, it's not for you. And he's like, <laughs> it's not for you. So mean, so mean for no reason other than Rosé. <laughs> I do apologize the next day. I was like, parts of it is true, but how I delivered it, uh, sorry. I was in Barbie land. But no, they wouldn't talk like that in Barbie land, so I wasn't in Barbie land. I'm sorry, Barbie. darling. I wasn't being Barbie about this at all. Barbie does not teach those lessons. You know what? I was being a fucking Ken about it. <laughs> not even Ken. I was being Mattel CEO about it. Ah, uh, Mr. Will Ferrell. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, Barbie movie. God, we. I, I. There's so much to say about this. I keep getting lost. So much. Just, what was the most surprising thing about this movie for you? The just the overt feminism again. Mm. I didn't. The, I guess the thing that was most surprising is that Barbie Land is the matriarchy representation, and the real world is patriarchy. And mm. I and that it was just so overt. I so used to watching movies for girls where they have to imply the feminism or make it palatable and gentle and stuff. And this still was palatable and gentle. Like it's a beautiful movie mm. filled with pink. It's not like. We're making some like horror film where women run the world or anything. Like it's very well, palette. Some people, some people actually did view <laughs> it as that, believe it or not. Like some people did view this as a horror movie. Apparently the scariest thing the world can be is entirely pink. I love <sighs> it. I love it. I love it. It's just like I love what it's – I love the movie and I love what it's done. Yes. It's disarmed people. Yes. It's got people fucking talking. It's our podcast. It's our goddamn podcast, maybe in a movie. Yeah. Um, what you was, were making a point. What was oh, the yes, part that, that surprised was the most you? surprising thing. Yeah, it's more conceptual. But the fact that, yeah, it was black and white. There's no reading into anything. And everyone in Barbie land, I know it's like it's very basic, but everyone in Barbie land's happy and everyone in real world feels weird things. Yes. <laughs> That's That just still is the most surprising thing. I did not expect that because what I expected from this movie was – just a very subtle feminism and more about the the lore and nostalgia of Barbie. Yeah. But if anything, the lore and nostalgia of Barbie, they got rid of they got that done in the first 20 minutes. Yes. And then it became a real movie making actual points. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, this movie was a lot more adult. Yes. Than I thought it would be. I yep. don't know if this is a kids' movie. I mean, they could just let you know, wash over. Yeah. I've- I think I need a sober watch to decide. I don't mm. think it is for particularly like mm. it's PG thirteen, and I'm like, I think you would have to be thirteen, yeah, to enjoy this. Yeah, true. Because there are like a couple of adult jokes, but again, like, I really feel like this movie was made specifically for you and me. Yeah. Yes. Like for women around our age who grew up with Barbies, yeah. who are in a world that is 
weird and yeah. we just have weird feelings yeah. and we don't know what they are it's confusing and it's weird to be a woman because and we don't know what they are because they've never been like they've never been properly written about or represented on film and mm. stuff like there's so many movies for coming of ages of boys we know like i know the high school boy experience as well as i know my own purely because of pop culture but there's so rarely stuff that properly does that for women mm. so that's yeah it's hitting so much harder yeah, you guys got the Spider-Man movie. And also, if you want to talk about a boy's movie about a boy toy, we also saw the Lego movie. Ah, you, you got, got the Lego movie. You got the Lego movie. You got heaps of fucking shit. Toy Story, I mean, this is good. that's for, for everyone. But still, it's a male lead, yep. all male leads. I don't know. It's just... Batman's in there. You love Batman. You guys love him. And not just feminist as well. I feel like we I should have mentioned this earlier. Such a queer film as well. Mm. Oh, the queers and the women are represented so hard in this movie for the first time, mm. again, in so long. It's just incredible. They have a trans character playing yes. a Barbie. Yes. Incredible. Yes. That's probably what Ben Shapiro is mad about. I saw a lot of vitriol around that of people being, um, oh, what's the actress's name? Mm. She's also in The Idol. Oh, is she? Yes. Cool. So I think the character is not trans. The actress is. Yes. Which is really cool too. Just It's just everyone is just Barbie. There's no, you're either Barbie or Ken. There's nothing else to it. Yeah. Harry Neff is Harry the Neff. actress. Yeah. And yeah, she's also in The Idol. She was fantastic. Mm. And I liked, I really liked how they introduced diversity into the Barbie world mm. of being like stereotypical Barbie is Margot Robbie. And they call her stereotypical Barbie. She calls herself that. That is just what she is called. It's not, yeah, it's not a dig. It's not anything. It's just what she's called. I'm stereotypical Barbie. Yes. And then all the other Barbies are also Barbie. There's yeah. no Barbie that's better than another Barbie. There's no Barbie that's more important. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Except Midge is definitely not appreciated. <laughs> She's not. Poor Mitch. <laughs> Poor Mitch. <laughs> what was your favourite part? Did I ask you that? No. Or well, most surprising part? I was surprised, number one, at how, like, adult it was and mature mm. um, and definitely, yeah, targeted to uh, – I feel like it was written for you and me specifically. I feel like Greta Gerwig dived into our brains and pulled out a narrative that we obviously are not as – intelligent as her to create but like but it was in there it we was were in ruminating there. Yes. in our subconscious for sure yeah if we were like what would we like as our ultimate movie and then she just like made it she made it and we didn't even know that's what we wanted until we saw it and we're like oh my god how did you know that's what we wanted yeah. we didn't even know what we wanted we didn't know even it's like when someone gets you the perfect gift and you didn't ask for it oh yes <sighs> like, this has been missing from my life i didn't know it until now yeah genuinely <laughs> Like, I just can't wait. I can't wait to watch this with Luke. I can't wait for my nieces to be old enough to watch this and, like, fucking get it. I mean, but hopefully by then we've got more movies like this. Yes. Um, but I wish there were be- like I wish there were more exciting words than, like, empowering and stuff. But it mm. was empowering. And it's intelligent, yes. too. And yeah. it also, like, was complex about the female experience. Another thing that really surprised me was how the movie was – like the dialogue was everyone was basically written almost from Barbie's perspective. Mm, yeah. Like, I did notice that. Even the real world characters that we meet, like Will Ferrell and America Ferreira, mm. a lot of the times where there's like a problem that's happening or like 
some weird bureaucratic thing that should usually happen or like would need a lot of paperwork yeah. is explained away in like a Barbie way. True. Like when uh, Barbie goes to oh, one of the people who's like low down at the Mattel company needs to go speak to the big boss. Mm-hmm. He makes his way through every like level by just being like, I need to speak to the big boss. And people are like, you can't right. do that. And he goes, yes, I can. And they go, okay. Like almost like a kid. It's like a kid not being able to imagine what it's like to actually to have to go through like the power structure of a giant company to speak to the CEO. Fuck, I forgot about that. I found it so charming and so clever. It really was. Because it also softened the movie around the edges so hard. It never actually, you never actually go to the real, real world in Barbie. Yes, yes. You go to a representation of the real world. Yes. The way she's interpreting it, potentially. Yes. That's so interesting. I never thought of that. And that also is like, it's such a great, strong movie. And it just also blows my mind that people are so up in arms about it because for reasons like that, it's still a soft movie. Mm. It's still soft. Like like you said, that even at the end, they even say like this, this could be better for everyone. Like it's not saying mm. – it, it never says men suck. It's just never that. Yeah. But everyone's – in people who are mad about it are interpreting it that way but it's not mm. it's it's a fun fluffy movie that's silly and funny making really good and validating points that we've just not seen on in film before like it's this movie is so validating yes like, so when she first goes to the real world she starts realizing that people are looking at her differently than they do in barbie land because she's being ogled and mm. stuff right even just that moment was incredible because it feels like like, because she's she's quite childlike herself. Mm. It feels like when you're a kid and women start developing tits and stuff, and then mm. boys and men start looking at them differently. You were innocent before, and now now you're being ogled. Like she's kind of going through that process in really quick time in front of us, and it was really interesting. Yeah, like how they decided to represent various the female experience, like you said, in various parts of it. Mm. One thing I would like to say about. Because there is, like, a lot of outrage and stuff about the movie. But I would like to point out, because I think often, particularly with anything that's in the pop culture zeitgeist, we all say, oh, there's so much outrage. There's People are so upset. This is the number one movie in the world as of today. Mm. It has absolutely blown Oppenheimer out of the water. It's getting rave reviews. Because, mm. like, every movie we know, there's differing opinions about it. Yeah, of course. But I think it's... The negative voices are getting amplified louder because that's more like that's what we all kind of like our algorithm feeds us, and it's more exciting. Yes, negativity. Yeah, yeah. The like every all the positive stuff was coming out. That's not as engaging for people. Nah. So I think that even though it's like people are upset, I think this movie is resoundingly positive. It's very highly rated on everything. It's ninety percent. On Rotten Tomatoes, audience score and tomato meter, by the way. Wow. Do you know what? Do you think that the, the girlies have listened to our cries and have started reviewing things more often? I hope so. On Letterboxd and stuff like that and Rotten Tomatoes. Like, girls need to start, like, reviewing stuff, mm. putting stuff down into the internet to get those ratings up. Yeah. Yeah. All that being said, have I pulled some one-star reviews for us to read? Yes, because that is so much 
fun. Come on, it's, I've just said it's engaging. So I um I shared a I shared a story yesterday on Insta. It was basically someone had taken a few of the one-star reviews for the Barbie movie and put them on a Barbie poster and it actually makes it sound even better, <laughs> which I fucking love. So I, I'm ready to hear some one-star reviews. Hell yes. Yeah. Okay, so one-star reviews of the Barbie movie. This movie is nothing short of decisive propaganda that seeks to portray men in a negative manner and women as oppressed. Sorry, someone wrote that in the year 2023. Yeah. Because. I just. I mean, as women, yeah. we know that we're not oppressed. Okay. We know that everything's fine for us, actually. And that's why this movie is funny, because it does say that women are oppressed. And that's the punchline. That's the punchline. Where it's like, oh, you're being ironic because it's so obviously not. So obviously not oppressed. I just... It's not reflected in any data or statistics across the world. No, 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 no. But, like, just the word propaganda. Like, fucking hell. Propaganda for what? Yeah. Half of the fucking population. It's literally just propaganda. Like, the movie doesn't say women need to run things. The movie doesn't say we need to elect women. Like, it's just showing. The movie actually says at the end of it, hey, a matriarchy and a patriarchy are not the answer. Yes. We all need to understand each other more and everyone needs to be treated with respect. So it's propaganda for literal equality. Ugh. Yuck. Gross. So jokes on you, Colin Elsie. <laughs> Miss the punchline on that one. Um, this one is from Egg Based. And this could also be read as a text message that we've all received from a man that we've rejected and he didn't take it well. <laughs> Others will try to make me love you, but I know I never could. You disgust me for the way you've disappointed me and hurt me by simply existing as you do. I'm tired now and I miss who I thought you were going to be. Maybe in my sleep, I'll dream up a fantasy of what you should have been. So is that person addressing the movie of Barbie? It's like, did Barbie didn't dump you, dude. <laughs> Whoa, dude. Literally, I've received such a similar text from a, a man who I allegedly put in the friend zone. Oh, no, you didn't fuck someone. I didn't fuck him. Rude, Rebecca. He's like, goodbye forever. I'm like, okay. I never said hello. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. It's just that it's so, so silly. Yeah. Like, if it was something, if it was outrage that i agreed with be like yay get online yeah. it's the fucking barbie movie it's the barbie movie dude oh my god um this one i think was actually written by the person sitting behind us in the cinema oh yes this is from subaru out i like this movie this rating is for the lady sitting in front of me you ruined the whole experience i hope i never step foot in another theater with you ever again what'd she do though it could have been us let us know treating the barbie movie like a sporting event yeah and i did yell a couple of times let's go but that hey, 
Hey, of... I reckon people are yelling that kind of shit out at Mission Impossible two doors down the road. Like, yeah. You know, we're just oh, – people are just – feeling really weird and uncomfortable that we have something for ourselves that isn't for everyone else. That's it. That's it. They're so uncomfortable with it. Yes. I love it. In Oppenheimer, there's probably people being like, go off, bomb. We love (laughs) We love the bomb. Slay bomb. You're the bomb, bomb. I have no I have no concept of what the film is about. I only just learnt like three days ago that it's about the atom bomb. I had no idea. Oh, there's so many bombs. It's so hard to keep up with bomb culture. It's rampant right now. So much bomb media. Oh, my God. I only just learnt, yeah, that it's a, it's about the guy who created the atom bomb. Well, like split the atom. Oh. And, I don't know. Was that Einstein? I don't know. <laughs> oh, don't he's care. in the movie. It's he's not, in the movie. Do you know what? It's not for me. It's not for so me. So now I don't care. <laughs> we will review it at a later date, but that's not that. Today's not that day. Not that day. It's like we finally like I don't know. We've done a, a bunch of amazing, you know, women-led movies and stuff in our time on this podcast, but this is the first one where I really, really feel like it's for women and queers. And straight men can go if they want. Similar mm. to she's Barbie, he's just Ken. He can go if he wants. And it's just I have just not really been on the other side of that before. Yeah. This is the first time I feel on the other side that something was made just for us. And it doesn't matter if the other guys like it. Yes. And the movie, at every point in the movie where you think it's going to go into something masculine or intense, mm. it always veers away. Like yeah. the end when there's a big battle scene oh i was so worried it's between all of the kens mm. this big battle scene and i was so worried it was going to be an actual fight like still yes, like a comedy fight so true I, oh you know what i think subconsciously it got my little all right we're about to watch a fight scene yes. back up i'll be like okay cool all right there's gonna be violence and I'll hey it's in every movie bide my time it's in every movie i know how to clock out I yeah. taught myself how. Mm-hmm. Oh, so true. Just pretend it's a dance in my head. <laughs> but I didn't need to pretend it was a dance Mm-mm. because it broke into a musical at the last second. And I never knew that's what I always wanted. That's what I always want as, instead <laughs> of a, a fight, fight scene, scene. It's a musical about the emotions behind why they are fighting. The reason they are fighting. Yes, let's, let's talk break about that it. down. Let's do that with choreography, please. Oh. I never knew that was an option. Well, Quinton wouldn't tell you that. Why would he tell you that? That doesn't look cool. Yes. Uh, Although a Barbie movie made it look fucking cool. So yes. there's a way to do it. There's a way to do it. Just a quick, just a few few quick questions. Do you know you know Michael Sarah's character? What was Alan? He? Alan. I'm not familiar with Alan. Do you know of Alan in the lore of Barbie? Oh my god, I have absorbed so much about the lore of Alan okay, in Barbie. So Alan was a one-off. Uh, doll and oh. he's advertised as Ken's buddy all of Ken's clothes fit him <laughs> and in several interviews and in the movie itself they uh, they pose the question is Alan Ken's best friend and Michael Sarah always says no he's Ken's buddy and all of Ken's clothes fit him that's cute so he just says that line yes oh. insert the clip here yeah <laughs> Right? Oh, man. That's great. Yeah. That is great. So fucking cool. But, like, the thing is, like, 
I didn't care that I didn't know the lore of Alan. Like they don't make it exclusionary like a lot of dude movies do. Yeah. Like if you don't know something specific about a character, it's like, you stupid idiot, don't even bother watching the movie. Yeah. Like, that's how the movie acts. Whereas in this, I was like, I don't know anything about Alan, but that's okay. No one's making me feel bad about that. Yes. You understand that Alan is just the character on the side that no one gives a just fuck about. There. Yeah. Like his line about <laughs> – they're like, have Alan's been in the real world before? And he's like, Alan's go to the real world all the time, just no one notices. Like, look at sync. It's all Alan's. Fuck. How do you remember the lines, Beck? I looked them up before okay. the podcast. <laughs> I don't remember shit. <laughs> I, I, I really am just working off vibes in yeah. my memory right I, now. And that's how it should be. <laughs> Men were the ones that started this whole discourse on cinema. Yeah, they're the ones that made me start taking notes. Oh, my God. If we could just, like, play scenes and just enjoy them again <laughs> and just click and be like, slay, that would be the whole podcast. Oh. We're meeting you in the middle with this conversation thing yeah. <laughs> you guys like so much. You guys froth on it, don't you? All right, have some. Um, something that I, I saw online, I saw a still of Barbie's mugshot when she gets arrested. Yes. I have a question for you. Did I, was I in the bathroom at that point? Do you remember? Because I have zero recollection of Barbie getting arrested in this film. You were in the bathroom for this. Oh, thank God. I yes. thought I was just more drunker than I thought. No, no, no. We both equal, both took a bath or a break. Great. Oh, this is perfect. So, yes, Barbie, when she goes to the real world, steals clothes because she doesn't have any money because there's no money in Barbie land. Oh. And so then her and Ken get arrested. Gotcha. Okay, cool. Yes. Cool, yeah. cool, cool. Um, I, we, Yeah, we both had bathroom breaks. During my bathroom break, I actually um, got a text from cinema and friend Bonnie, yes. who was also who just finished seeing the movie. And she texts me and she's like, have you and Alex seen the Godfather scene? Oh my God. And I said, no, Fuck. what are you talking about? And she said, just wait for it. Oh my God. Oh my God. I forgot about this. Greta, ah! do you listen to the pod? Greta Gerwig, do you listen to this podcast? What because the- that was insane. Oh my God. Yes. 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 And they all, okay. Yes. Okay. So huge dude cinema moment in the pod. The Barbies have to distract the Kens. Because they've taken over Barbie Land and made it all about the boys. That's and right. We haven't even got there. That's towards the end of the movie. They all come back. Spoilers. They all end up back in Barbie Land, but the boys have taken it over and they've made it smelly. <laughs> yes. And they all ride around on horses and they all play foosball. Yeah. Um, all the jeeps. Yes. They all <laughs> sing the song Push by Matchbox 20, which when you listen to the lyrics is so perfect for this movie. I forgot they did that song. Because they sing it as a love song and it's like so disrespectful. I can't wait to watch this movie again. Oh my God. And anyway, so what they do to distract the Kens as a multitude of things. Well, I will. Well, I will. I want to take you for granted. What? What? And they're singing it so earnestly. It's so funny. Full, and the, the lighter thing is like with full eye contact for four minutes. <laughs> Just at each other. I want to push you around. Well, I will. Well, I uh, will. I've got acoustic guitars. Oh, my God. Oh, yes. Okay. Yes. So in that fantastic montage of truly – just seeing your whole experience of your early 20s played out in a beautiful montage. 
<laughs> the one of the kids is making one Barbie watch The Godfather. And to free her, another Barbie leans in and goes, what are you guys watching? And he goes, The Godfather. And she goes, oh, I've never seen it. And he goes, really? Oh, my God. And he starts talking to her about it. And the other Barbie slips away. What? I was like, that's our podcast. What? So meta. So so meta. Fucking so crazy. Oh, blink it. They're so, I can't wait. To watch again. There's so many just mm. blink and you'll miss it moments. Just so smart. Yes. It's dense. It's so dense. dense. Yeah, really dense. I've never seen anything like it. Mm. I can't imagine anything like it will be made again anytime yeah. soon. I yes. hope they don't do a sequel. Nope, I don't think they should. I think it's perfect the way it is. Yep, I think it's made its point. Any sequel would be about trying to meld the matriarchies and patriarchies together and stuff and – I don't think that needs to happen. I think mm. we've made the point. Now, the rest of us world, let's get together and fucking make it better. Yes. Let's uh, do the things. Amen. <sighs> I mean, a girl. <laughs> a person. Yeah. A, all of us. <laughs> <laughs> I have a fun little fact for you. Please. Before we have our closing thoughts. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. So there was this... Fact floating around the internet. So I'm not the first to say this fact. I'm aware. But there's a scene in the movie that the executives wanted to cut. Ooh. It was the scene on the bench with Barbie and the old woman. I did read about this. Yes. Oh, yeah. So Barbie, if anyone that doesn't know, Barbie is sitting on the bench in the real world, experiencing the real world of the air and the trees and mm. sunlight and people interacting mm. and she starts to shed a beautiful Margot Robbie tear, which got, if there is a the best crier of our generation on screen. 100%. Yeah. Oh, she I, is the crier of a generation. In, masterful. Mm. Mm. And she looks over at an old woman sitting next to her and she goes, I'm going to cry. Oh, my God. She goes, you're so beautiful. You're so beautiful. And the old woman says, I know. Ah! And to me, I was just like, oh, have they just taken like the raw emotion you feel in PMS and just be honest of just being like, oh my God, I feel every atom in the world. I feel it. Every emotion everyone's experiencing all at once. Yeah, I'm empathizing with everyone in my absolute orbit of vicinity of this world because that was so beautiful. And absolutely needed to be in there. I read that Greta was like, no, if I'm not, if this scene's not in there, I don't know why I'm making this movie. Yes. Like this scene is the most important scene. It needs to stay in. And I mean, I'd love to hear her talk about it, but the way I interpreted that is like, it's a woman giving another woman a compliment away from men, Mm. right? Away from male gaze, away, away from the inherent female competition that men like to create. Like she's just saying you are so beautiful Mm. and she's not, there's nothing layered within it. It is just, you are just a beautiful person. She's not saying necessarily physically, just beautiful all over inside and out. Mm. And the response of, I know is just so gorgeous. There was no, oh, no, I feel like shit today or, oh, no, I've put on weight lately or all that patriarchal shit. Mm. It's just, I know. A and sin- then Margot's like, I'm so glad you know. <sighs> A sincere, extremely vulnerable moment just between mm. two. Yep. Yeah. 
But here comes my fact. Okay. Do you know who the woman was? No. So this woman is Anne Roth, Mm -hmm. who is a costume designer and has been since the 1970s. Wow. And she's worked on movies such as The Birdcage. (gasps) Oh! Nine to Five, Oh, Hair, the oh. musical, oh. Stepford Wives, and Mamma Mia. What? Yes. She is beautiful. So she is a titan in the industry and has been for decades. And this is her first ever acting role. She's never been on screen before. What? And can you believe the executives wanted to cut it? Greta. Greta, well done. Wow. Yes. How cool is that? I can't wait to like learn more about this film as the mm. days go on. Like it only premiered less than a week ago. So yes. as more people see it, as more people have thoughts, uh, not the one-star review thoughts, they can go yeah. away, but they are funny though. It is funny. They are funny. They're silly. They're silly, especially like when you put them on a poster for the Barbie movie. They actually sound make it sound really cool. Um, I'm so excited to learn more. Like those kind of things. Like I'm just so invested in – the production of this movie, which I don't yeah. know if I can ever say that about a movie before in my life. Oh, my God. <laughs> Except for mm, Toka Maverick with the, the plane thing. Yes. That was pretty cool. But that was there was a very small percentage of that was for the girls. Exactly. Mm. And also we can appreciate movie artistry and when thought and time and effort goes into a film, regardless of the gender that it's aimed at. Exactly. Oh, my God. You know what this movie is? What? This whole thing of, like, we want to research it, we want to know more, we want to force people to watch this movie – this is our Fight Club. Oh, my God. Yep. Oh, my God. Put that on a T-shirt and print it. Barbie is our Fight Club. Yes. That's so true. I mean, this is how we feel, and we always have this revelation anytime we actually like a movie that's for the girls and not just through the male gaze, is like, this is how dudes feel. Yes. After they see things like Fight Club. Yes. Like Star Wars, like The Godfather, this I just and we've find, we've got one that's overtly for us, and people are mad about it, and they love it. I love it. They love it. I love it. Because <sighs> when you think it, there's nothing, just there's nothing problematic about it. Like everyone's saying that it's problematic and it's you know oppression, uh, it's propaganda. Like that, the mm. it's not. It's it's very well measured. Mm. If you actually watch it and don't just hear the buzzwords and get mad at them, mm. it's very well measured. Mm. And it's not a slight on men. It's a slight on the concept of patriarchy, and which even we that all m- uphold. So more than that, it's because that's not the main narrative of the movie anyway. Mm. The main narrative is Barbie. Understanding what it's like to be a woman in the real world. In the real world. Like it's a fish out of water movie. Yeah. And then America Ferreira is great in it as well. She's kind of the conduit for us, right? Yes. She was so – She has a a fantastic speech at the end. Yes, which we both cried at. Yeah. We both cried like multiple – Several times, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Several times as a movie we cried. Yeah. We screamed laughing. It's just – yeah. I I dropped my phone at one point on the floor, couldn't find it, didn't care. There's still an hour left of the movie. Yeah. And I just trusted that everyone in the cinema was trustworthy mm. and that my phone was just going to be on the floor and it would be there at the end of the film. Yes. Didn't need to check it. You were engaged. You were like, I don't need to write anything down. I just want to be here. Yep. And we're all a family and I know none of you are going to steal my phone. Yes. Sure, it was <sighs> stolen, but I'm not. But- <laughs> <laughs> no, I got it back. Um, right. Okay. Look, we haven't even gotten into like the – 
I mean, we will probably have to watch again before we talk about the speeches because I don't yeah. remember exactly what they were, but I, they made us cry real Vibes hard. so on point. Vibes <laughs> so on point. And literally it, us just crying and being like, so fucking true. Like so no one true. ever says it like that. Yeah, that's was just the, that's my takeaway for Final Thoughts. That's my takeaway is just like I've no one's ever said it like that. Mm. I've never seen something like this before. And that's so exciting. So cool. So exciting. Final Thoughts? <sighs> I think that this movie was written for me specifically. Mm-hmm. I think that it is a perfect film, mm. particularly for women like you and me. Yes. Um, it is very – it really mirrors a lot of our experience and talks to – it speaks to me in such a deep way that I didn't know cinema could. Yes. Even after doing this podcast for years. Well, this yes. is the first time I've really felt. And we've felt spoken to before by films. Mm. But I wonder if a lot of it we're just we're desperately trying to find things that speak to us in those films, whereas this you didn't even have to look for them. It was just there. Yeah, it was unapologetically yes. for women. And I, I understand it's not going to be for everyone because of that. Of course. Do I think those people should shut up? Mm. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I completely agree. Like the thing like, can I show you every other movie? Mm. If you don't like this one because it's not for you, Yeah. A, welcome to our world. B, Go watch any of the other movies that are for you. Yeah. Yeah. Just let us like this. That's let us thing. love it. Let us have let's, 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 let's have fucking something at cinema. Let's have we have created a whole podcast cinema. shitting on other people's things that they like? Yes, but we're for girls, this reason. it's different. But for this reason. <laughs> for this exact reason. So things like this start getting made because we're sick of it not being out there for us. Because, like, at the cinema especially, like, the only things that go out at cinema these days is, of course, you know, Marvel, DC and big Mm. action films. Mm. So the fact that there was something for the girlies and the queers at the cinema alone these days is huge. Mm. Yeah, Not just straight to streaming, you know? Yes. What are your final thoughts? I loved it. I can't wait to watch it again. I'll probably watch it again maybe this weekend. Um, yeah, me too. Yeah, I just I'm gonna watch it. Yeah, definitely a few times with different people. I just want to share this movie. Yes, <laughs> I just want to share it around in my life. Yeah, we want a girl cinema people with this movie. Girl cinema. There we go. Put uh-huh. in, in the girl dinner song. <laughs> okay, well, we've got some questions. Oh my goodness! Did this movie make you horny? No, Mm-mm. not in the slightest. Mm-mm. One part that made me laugh so hard for comedy i think i was horny sure yeah was when will ferrell was on roller skates and he's explaining <laughs> how to get to barbie land like him and all of the suits all of are, the suits are at their round table yep yes in a like a roller derby squad <laughs> full suits like giant pink roller blades and he's explaining how they get to barbie land very seriously that's right while rollerblading with the boys. Like, he's angrily rollerblading. Be like, we have to – and it just made me yeah. laugh so hard. I was like, I think I'm almost horny from this. Yeah, he was perfect. The addition of, like, the inclusion of Will Ferrell in that world, so good. So good. When he's like, call me mother, and she goes, no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. No, thank you. <laughs> uh. Uh. Uh, no, this movie did not make me horny. Mm. Um, horny for my heart and feminism and women and the world, but not mm. no, no, no physical horny. I was a mound. I was a you Barbie down there. 
Actually, you made a great point. Thank on you. On Exit of this movie. This oh, movie I'm so excited. <laughs> never says the word feminism. Not once in yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. They never say the word feminism. Mm. They never say matriarchy. They never say anything that actually labels it. It's just vibes. Mm. Just vibes, baby. The most powerful thing on this earth. Mm. I forgot I said that. Thank you for reminding me of Alison. A genius. <laughs> Would you recommend this movie on a date? Oh, you know what? I don't know if I would. You know what? As you said that, I thought first date. <laughs> no, because I think this is our fight. Like being mm. our fight club, mm. I'm like, I know that if I was on a date with a guy, he would not enjoy this film as I would. And it would be a selfish experience, particularly on a first few dates. Look, can, can you uh, – I don't even know how to put into words what I feel right now. It's like – how interesting that you've had that self-reflection and thought this is not a movie to force upon someone else when they're not ready for it. Yes. If only dudes could do the fucking same. Oh, my God. Because, again, that's what this whole podcast is, the amount of times we've been forced into watching something that is not appropriate for a first date, not appropriate for me to watch at that point in time for whatever reason. Mm. Maybe I'm at so, all ever. So proud of you for having that self-reflection. Thank you. Because I went dude just then. I was like, fuck yeah, it's my favorite movie. I want boys to watch it. <gasps> Maybe that's not always – you have to pick your setting. You have to introduce – yeah. You got it. I don't, I don't – I'm nervous to even show skip this film because mm-hmm. I love it so much. I love it so much. I am worried if he does not love it. A hundred percent. If he has any notes or is like meh even about it. If he looks at his phone once. Oh, I'll get upset. And that's yeah, not a fun that's true. way for someone to take it in cinema. That's true. Because that's what dudes do. I get it now. I, I get understand. it. We've unlocked it. Oh. Well, we've unlocked it, but then you've gone one step further and been like, it's not a great idea. Yeah. Because they don't – a lot of – our exes, I guess, have not taken that extra step. They've been just, yeah, like I was, yeah. just my favourite movie. want them to watch it. But you're right. If I watch it and Luke glances at his phone. You pause it and you go, are you watching this or not? Well, I do that normally anyway. <laughs> just did anything. We're fun. We're cool. <laughs> We're watching Seinfeld. I'm like, babe, are you watching? He's like, I've seen it 20 times. I know, but I'm here. <laughs> uh, well, ADHD. we figured it out. We did. End the podcast. There we go. Um, <laughs> no. What are you, your thoughts about on a date? Well, my initial yeah response was, of course. But you're right. I completely agree with you. Pick your time wisely. Mm. I think men need to see this movie. Straight men need mm. to see this movie. Mm. Do, it in, do it in the right way. Mm. In the way that's going to be the most effective. Yeah. Mm. You know how we actually make straight men watch this movie? How? I don't think straight men should watch this movie actually at all. I don't think they'll get it. I don't think they'll get it. I don't think they're smart enough to know really. Put that on socials and then gets another gotcha. 50, 100 million at the box office. Yeah. <laughs> Just be like, well, I did actually get it. I did get it. Did you, Ben? <laughs> All right. Ratings. How many beautiful arched feet out of five <gasps> do you give this film? Feet perfectly made to wear high heels. Mm. The line that she, okay, sorry, I keep, I'm becoming that person now where I say lines of the movie. Okay, yeah, where her feet go flat, and she's like, "God, if my feet were always like this, I'd never wear heels." Think yeah, mm. think yeah. Mm. Let's get it out, Alex. Go. Mm. Okay, I'm good. 
I'll tie myself out. I'll need a nap. She's tucking now. She needs a nap. <laughs> How many out of five? I think it's five. Ah, my easy five for me. I've yeah. given other movies in this podcast five before. Yeah. There's no reason that this doesn't get a five for me. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, a sixth. And that <gasps> one extra foot is for Greta Gerwig. Call us. Yeah, call us, Greta. Call us. Tell us if you listen to the pod. I think that you do. We love you. We love you. And actually, I'm going to give it seven. <gasps> and that other extra foot is to chew on. <gasps> yum, yum, yum. Little snack. Chewy. Girl dinner. Girl, Girl dinner. dinner. <laughs> All right, you guys, that was Barbie Movie. Thank you so much for joining us. We love you all. As always, we have a gold class. We have extra subscription episodes available on Patreon, Spotify, and Apple. Just head to the link in the show notes. We're currently going through and just like that yes. on gold class. Um, so come watch along with us. We also, no doubt, this week we'll probably talk more about the Barbie more movie because I literally, I think I could go for another hour. Yeah, there's more spill. There's spill. There's spillover. For yes. sure, in my brain right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, follow us on socials at Dude cinema pod on twitter instagram and tiktok and facebook and we have merch yes merch at dudecinemapod.com if you don't have any money to support us that's all right that's fine leave us a five-star review yes wherever you get this podcast and in your review tell us what movie a dude has told you to see mm. or maybe you've told a dude to see oh and we will review it for you. Yes. And if you like this podcast, you like this episode, you like this chat about Barbie, share it with your friends. Share it yes. with other people who loved Barbie. If you know Ben Shapiro, give him a link. I'd love to hear his thoughts. Give him a bell. Share it around. We <sighs> love you guys. We love you. And Akumite to you. And Akumite to you and yours. Hi, Barbie. Hi, Barbie. <laughs> I'm a dog, but I still wanna party. Pink felt like I'm ready to bend. I'm a 10, so I pull in a can. Like Jazzy, Stacy, Nikki. All of the Barbies is pretty. All of the Barbies is bad. It girls, and we ain't playing tag. Rad, but he spank me when I get bad. I'm in LA, Rodeo Drive. I'm in New York, Madison Ave. I'm a Barbie girl. Pink Barbie dream house. The way can be killing sh- Got me yelling out like the scream house. Y- yelling out, we ain't selling out. We got money, but we ain't lending out. We got bars, but we ain't bailing out. In that pink Ferrari, we pillin' out. I told Tay, bring the Bob Dylan out. The poop's so cold, we just chillin' out. Baby, yelling, yelling, yeah, yelling out. It's Barbie, bitch, if you still in doubt. And I'm bad like the Barbie. I'm a dog, but I still wanna party. Pink felt like I'm ready to bend. I'm a 10, so I pull in a can. Like Jazzy, Stacy, Nikki. All of the Barbies is pretty. All of the Barbies is bad. It Girls, and we ain't playing tag. Bobby ain't nothing to play about. He wanna play in the playhouse. The f- they gon' say now. I'm watching these boobs, I'm rubbing a stain out. Like I'm ready to bend. All the fake Bobbies just wanna pretend. Like, come on, let me go find me a pen. Like, where it led. Now I'ma put it to bed. She a Bobby bitch with her Bobby click. I keep dragging her so she bald a bit. And I see the bread, I want all of it. And I want the green, so I all of it. And I throw it back so he losing it. And I give the box with no shoes in it. Yeah, I know the trick, so I got him brick. You yeah, ain't know who hit me and Bobby bitch. And I'm bad like the Bobby. I'm a dog, but I still wanna party. Pink felt like I'm ready to bend. I'm a 10, so I pull in a can. Like, Jazzy, Stacy, Nikki. All of the Bobbies is pretty. All of the Bobbies is bad. It girls, and we ain't playing tag.
gosh, this is perfect. Slay! Slay.